Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2006. This is Trish talking about Step 2. Hello everyone, my name is Trish. I'm an alcoholic and I'm gratefully sober today. Um, It's been great to hear the previous speakers and I've really been looking forward to this weekend. I was lucky enough to make it here last year. Um, And it's amazing how far, like, you know, how much a, a year can, the difference a year can make. You know, this time last year before the weekend, I had, my relationship had ended which just devastated me. Um, I'd resigned from my job and my two closest friends had had a really big fight and weren't talking and I didn't know how to deal with that. And I really was at... um, Everything external around me had gone. You know, my... um, All the things that I had based my worth on uh, my job, my relationship, my friends had all gone and I was really in a really awful state and um, I did, I handed in my resignation the Friday, the Friday before this weekend and it was just amazing, you know, it was just amazing this weekend was so what I needed. Um, it helped me put the pieces back together again and it gave me hope, you know, I really felt... Before then, I was eight and a half years sober. And you guys told me it would get better and it wasn't. (laughs) Felt like it was getting a lot worse. And, um, you know, I'd lost contact. I'd always done meetings, but I'd really lost contact with the program and what I needed to learn was the steps. If anyone was here yesterday, they heard Don talk and he talked about the steps being a mirror. And I think for me... um, my self-worth was so low and my self-esteem was so low. I was too frightened to be able to look in that mirror. And um, I just, you know, I heard that. I really heard that these steps will will help me continue on with my sobriety and the day to time I have. Um, my first drink, I picked up my first drink when I was... 13, and I heard even before I picked up that drink, if you, if you drink beer through a straw, it gets you pissed quicker. So my first drink was a long neck of beer that I stole through a straw. And, um, you know, I was absolutely blind and I spewed everywhere. And um, I woke up the next day thinking, wow, that was great. Um, but also with that, that, mixture of, that mixture of sort of shame and guilt about my behaviour as well. And um, at the end of my drinking, um, I was three months pregnant with my first child. And for the first time in my life, I knew I had to stop and I was unable to. And I'd been a very self-reliant, self-sufficient person all those years. Had made a mess of my life. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't, you know, wasn't good. Uh, I was pretty messy. Um... But for the first time in my life, I I spoke honestly to someone and I shared honestly what was going on for me and I was able to get help. Came to believe in a power greater than myself would restore me to sanity. I'm glad that it's like that. I'm glad that it was, you know, it's a gradual thing for me. I didn't get it straight off, you know. For the first eight and a half years of my sobriety, I just did meetings and they were my higher power. 
you know, meetings of Alcoholics Anonymous was when I knew that I was safe. I knew I was safe for that hour and a half. I knew that my head would be with me for that hour and a half and I knew that I could hear the strength of other speakers to get me going through the rest of the day. You know, that was my higher power. That's where my sanity, I needed that medicine. Um, meetings are but one tool of this program and there are lots of tools in this program um, but a very important one of those tools is the steps. You know, in my drinking, my... My belief in a high power changed a lot. I, I grew up Catholic and, um, you know, when I, when I got to sort of an age where it was safe enough to think for myself, I, um, I, you know, I, I didn't believe that, you know, Jesus, his long hair dude was the son of God, you know, it wasn't really for me, so I went out exploring. Um, and, you know, I went through my feminist stage. I thought, oh, I don't know about the God. Why isn't it a goddess, you know? And, um, and then I went through my Native American stage, and it was great spirit. And uh, I think I tried Hare Krishnas for a while. Um, so in my life, there was always that searching for something, that searching for something, um, but never quite got it, you know, never quite got it. And... Um, I heard this analogy when I was when I when I first got into AA about the person who wakes up in the morning and they they walk down the street and they fall into a hole and so the next morning they wake up and they think right today I'm not going to walk in that hole I'm going to step around it you know but they go down the street and they fall in the hole again so they wake up the next day and they go, right, I can sort this out. I'll buy myself a big pair of boots with springs on the end of them and um, when I fall in that hole, I'll just bounce right out of it. Uh, so they walk down the street and they fall in the hole and, uh, but, you know, the springs don't work. So the next day they, you know, strap themselves up with some foam on their legs and their arms and their body and off they go down the street and back in the same hole, you know. Until one day... Or the next day, they were, you know, I can't do this. I can't keep getting up every day walking, walking down that street and falling into the hole. You know, isn't that insane? So they share with someone. They share openly and honestly with someone. And for me, that was my higher power. That, you know, God, I can't do this. I can't keep getting up doing the same thing. And in that, in, that, in that conversation with God, the answer came, well, you know what? You can get up and walk down a different street, you know? You can walk down a different street where maybe there isn't a hole. Well, there isn't in my story anyway. Down the other street, there isn't a hole. Um, so, yeah, look, I... Um, I'm not too sure what to say to you. I know that I got a lot of hope from this weekend last year. The first step, there is no hope. The hope comes in the second step. I knew that I couldn't keep going on the way that I was going. I knew that I needed something different. That just meetings for me wasn't working. I didn't want to drink. I was too scared to drink. I was scared I would die if I drank, you know. But I'd been swimming around for so long that I was tired. You know, I was tired and I wanted, I wanted to give in. And it talks about in the big book, you know, the different types of the agnostic and the atheist. 
and the self-sufficient person, and that was me. You know, I'd grown up being very self-reliant. I left home really early. I've always been very self-sufficient. So with my relationship with my higher power was like, all right, God, you know, you've got bigger and better things to to sort out. You go and and do that. I'll be right, you know. I'll be okay here. You go and work out what you need to do. That's my self-worth too, which is really low, you know. You go and do what you need to do. I'll try and organise it here, you know. But I realised that I need that higher power and I need it on a daily basis, you know. I need to wake up in the morning and say that I can't do it. I need to humbly say that I can't do it. I can't continue on with my insane beliefs and insane behaviour. You know, I the first three years of my recovery, I had three children in the first three years of my recovery. And if that's not insane, I don't know what is, you know. Um, and of course, it, it you know it was really hard work, but it kept my head where my hands were. Um, and uh, you know, I also having the room or the space to be able to work this program. You know, I, I was unable anyway. That's my story. I was unable to fit that in, and everything happens when it's meant to happen. I believe that. You know. Um, so yeah, I also in the um, you know in the big book. It, um, oh no, I'm only halfway through. <laughs> um, in how it works, it um, it says that you know no human power can relieve us from our alcoholism, and uh, you know it's only it's only. It's only as a result of these steps. That's what I was going to say. You know, um, the first three steps, like, is the is the foundation for this. That's what I got. That's what I got from this last year when I thought, okay, Trish, you really need to work these steps into your life. Um, I started to put the action in. I was starting to go to steps meetings. I really needed. I so desperately needed it. Fed income, you know. And of course, this alcoholic won't do it until she really desperately needs to do it, you know. Um, and the first three steps were that spiritual foundation, that bedrock, you know, that 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 allows me to enjoy my sobriety, not just survive it. You know, so I'm really grateful to be here. I am, and I'm really grateful to all you people. And I hope you have a lovely weekend. Information about the annual Melbourne Alcoholics Anonymous Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au Thanks for letting us share.